Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Episode number five, when most other shows get canceled. Here we are at the Jack. I'm a lot better announcing sports than my son, Buck Studio. Jack Buck, for those of you who are trying to follow along. No idea who that is. Oh, okay. Well, he's a lot better than his son is. Joe Buck can go... You know, it, it sounds close. The Bucketorium. The Bucketorium. We're here. We are bu- here. We are here. Good Lord. Three-fourths of the working Again. class bo- b- 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 the bow hunters the in working force. class blow hunters. I you know, you, we've... I, I told you I'd be back, Steve. Yeah, yeah we tried yeah. to... You didn't believe me. No, I, I, I sure didn't, but we've tried to start the show about 11 times. Logan will be back and Well, he's never been in, so... Yeah, he'll, he'll be he'll in be, for the first eventually. time. He'll be in a little bit. And, uh, you know... Thank thank goodness we could get this this show off the ground because it is sponsored by our good buddy at Creative Critters, Mark Reif. Mark Reif, thank you. He's one of our biggest supporters of this podcast. Yeah, and he gives an, us tons of money to now. Like just uh, we're that, rich because of Mark. Actually. You know what's awesome? He gave me so much money to to sponsor this show. Like I I went out and I was like, look, I would get a loan for this new house, but. You just paid cash for it. Yeah, you? I got that creative critters money. <laughs> well, Mark is the, in my opinion, one of the greatest taxidermists, best quality. Oh, yeah, he's the greatest in anything. As long as he keeps giving us money, I'll say he's the greatest <laughs> whatever. <laughs> he really does do some of the best taxidermy work in this area of Illinois, the Quad City area. And, you know, the best money. If you're going to spend your money on taxidermy, you go to Creative Critters and you will get the best quality mounts that your money can buy. I can and if you don't see that, if you don't believe us, check his Instagram. Yeah. Mark Rife underscore taxidermy. Yeah. That's, that's Instagram one word. U N D E R. You guys know what an underscore is. They don't teach that in elementary school. They don't. What no, are they, what's the proper term for it? I, the teacher it's that I had was like, you'll need to learn cursive. That flat if you're line. ever going to make it to college. Well, I'm going to college to be a human sexual therapist. I don't think I have to know co- or college. Cursive? Cursive. Yeah, no college. You went there. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, uh, you know. Yeah, that's, an, that's up for debate. Mark will be on our podcast in a few weeks um, as our guest. He'll actually be in the Bucketorium or whatever Steve feels like hey, calling well, it. Yeah, that, that week um, he uh, we yeah, got I an mean, actual he, guest. Yeah, we will have an actual guest. Yeah, he's got to recoup all that money that he's given us. Dude, what did you do with your money? 
It's all gone. I bought a new it's car. They, you bought it. You did you buy, did a, new buy a new car, Kurt. Mm-hmm. WRX. Ah, maybe another episode, and I'll be able to buy a car too. I have a house and a car. That'd be pretty awesome, man. So if you want to know, learn a little bit about attack. Well, about about a taxidermy. About 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 a about a. Want to learn more about go. taxidermy? Um, just. <laughs> We're going to talk to Mark all about the whole industry, his business, how he does things. That's going to be the worst summer blockbuster ever about a taxidermist. About a a taxidermist. All one word. The trials and tribulations of one man carving foam into a deer head and then putting a deer skin over it. Will he find love? Will he find his brother? You know what's funny? I went to uh, I went to taxidermy school. I think that was a Logan stare there for a second. Yeah, well, sorry to interrupt, Kurt. No, it's all good. I did. I went to taxidermy school, and I was gonna apprentice under a different taxidermist. And all the taxidermists I knew before I met Mark were kind of like that that weird. They give you that weird spacey look, like a mortician. You know what I mean? Like I was like, man, I was like, no, I don't know what you mean. I don't talk to that many morticians. <laughs> well, I mean, like, yeah, when he was at taxidermy school, what what were the dorms like there? <laughs> there wasn't. It wasn't oh that. man, there were such wild parties. You know, we used to just like, oh, we'd cruise around, and we'd find a dead skunk, and then we'd like mount him into, oh, you know, man. some our, our favorite Clint Eastwood movie, like a taxidermy <laughs> university. We had a frat. Yeah. But I I had to, like accepted the fact that because all the taxidermists I knew were kind of weird. They were cool guys, but they just gave that weird spacey look. So I had, I was telling Sam like if I'm going to be a taxidermist for twenty some years, I'm just going to have that weird vibe about me. Then I met Mark and I'm like, there's hope. You can be a normal yeah. a normal a person normal and still be a really awesome taxidermist. So thanks, there Mark. is hope. <laughs> yeah, and and, and again, thank you for the. We just call him money bags, like to his face, because he just every time like we make him laugh, he just hands us money. Just a brief. Oh, and by the way, with him all the time. This season, if you guys go out and you kill that buck of your lifetime or whatever, you, what your your trophy animal, if you take your mount to Creative Creator of Techidermy and Techidermy Techidermy in <laughs> Geneseo, Illinois, can you talk today? No, I can't. Neither can Steve, though. You know what? You know yeah. if you yeah if you April do kill Fools. that. Kill that giant. See if he'll put it on top of a trophy. You think he could do that? Think he could be yeah, like probably. first place buck in my heart city championship? Where I'm getting at is <laughs> ignoring Just like this giant buck. <laughs> <laughs> put a little metal around it. If you okay, we're getting back to this. We're gonna have a code word. If you kill your buck or your whatever you kill, and you want Mark to mount it. We're going to do code word working class mm. at the tax service. And he'll give you 10% off the first your first purchase. If you're a new customer, you can get that. that Bingo. Deal. Bingo. That's a so, deal. Yeah, right don't, there. don't, don't too many of you do it. We, we don't want to overload them, but uh, just run them out of business. What's his, did, did he give you a range of what he'll do as far as like how far away people can be? Um, It, it really depends because Cause can he do animals from, you know, across the pond? They have to be skull capped. I don't think you can have the brain involved because of the DNR is worried about chronic wasting and different diseases. So we don't want them to know how. <laughs> Never mind. I was gonna say something stupid and and I caught myself and I, I figured it was stupid. So I'm not even gonna say it. Well, the best thing to do is get I'm, a hold of I'm us. Learning. Look Mark up on Instagram. Send him a message, a comment, whatever. Um, he's starting to get his pictures up on his Instagram. He's newer at it, so. Newer at so, sorry, sorry for the awkward pause. We can't. Yeah. Oh, okay. Everyone's pointing at me, and I don't really. Yeah, know no, because we're trying to we're throw doing sign language that in there. Okay, I didn't know what we were doing with it. Oh, well, what a surprise! We're drinking booze again. Blue ribbon, man. Hey, hey, it's all blue about, ribbon. What What would you do at hunting camp? You'd yeah. be sitting around having a good time with your buddies, and that's exactly what we do every podcast. Every that is time. exactly what we do. We've done it for five whole podcasts. Even you know what? Even when we're not doing the podcast, that's what we're doing. That's a good point, uh, but I want. But speaking of uh, things that I can transition into, what I wanted to talk about next, um, we've done this for five whole episodes, and guess what? We are international. We are it's international official. right now. We've got a fan in Canada right now from Canada, Chris. 
Albury. I hope I'm saying your last name right. It's it's got to be wrong. But I, you know what, man? He's Canadian. I I understand. I uh, I date a Canadian. So look, I feel your pain, man. Yeah, but thank you for listening. We really appreciate the great feedback. The feedback. Yes. Thank yeah, you. and apparently listens in his cubicle. And look, it, Chris, we'll do this for you if um, if there's like a you know a girl that you got your eye on. You know, when she's in the next cubicle next to you, turn turn up the radio real quick. In three, two, one. Yeah, that Chris Albury man, he donated all he he donated a whole paycheck for our charity, and and you know what, little kids are gonna walk again. So thank you, Chris Albury. We really appreciate it. All that you do. <laughs> and there you go. You're welcome. See, look, look. You listen to our podcast. You you, you scratch our back. We've always said we'll that yours. we're the tender of the bow hunting podcast. We are the we tender are. of the bow we hunting are. podcast. Hey, if she needs any more for a clarification, just send us your whole paycheck and we'll put it to charity. <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, thank you for listening. Yeah, thank you so uh, much. You know, it, 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 it's nice that we can have a fan reach out and only one fan. People get on it. Hey, we get we at least have a social media shout out almost every week, one per week. So that's pretty good odds right there. Yeah, we do, and uh, you know, it just it, it, it does actually make us feel good. Like you know, not that I need my ego stroked anymore, but it just it it feels any, really any good. feedback is good feedback. But like with that guy, he was a working class guy. That he, he was. He found our podcast on there. He's seen the working class bow hunters. That's, that's right. what caught his eye. If we had it's money, perfect. we'd fly you out to be on the podcast. But uh, we got to get more from Mark before we do that. Yeah, Mark, you got to give us money. So people, shoot your deer. He'll he'll mount anything. Um, I wouldn't say anything. Come on. If I came at him with like a bag full of ch- dead chipmunks and I'm like, dude, <laughs> a look, bag full? <laughs> look, I want him. Like playing I'm, a band? Like a no, no, not band. playing a band, but like lined up like in a football position. I'm like, all right, I want, I want the defense and man coverage, right? And then I want the offense going out of the pistol, right? You know, <laughs> is this possible, Kurt? <laughs> No, yeah, it's possible. I don't know if it would be what you'd want to pay for that. He'd probably be like, oh, man, is this guy serious right now? Dude, he's going to have to form three grand and mount like six chipmunks. Uh, three grand is so worth it. Yeah, yeah, sure, I guess. All right, three of the biggest white-tailed deer myths busted. These aren't the top three that I would pick as the biggest white-tailed deer myths, but it's an article. It's kind of interesting. And Where's that article from? It is off of whitetailoverload.com by Brandon Wickman. Um, is that what we're doing right now? We're talking about articles? We're going we're to cover this All article right, I because I think it's interesting. Yeah, right. I get, you, you, you sent that to me, and I, you know, you were like, look it up. And I was like, sure will, because I'm going to put so much work into this <laughs> like podcast. Like and then, uh, yeah, I think we researched it here, uh, you know. About two minutes before the podcast. Before, it's, a short, yeah. it's a short article, and I don't think they're the biggest myths. I just think it's... It's interesting to talk about. Yeah. But the, 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 first, the first myth is you guys talked about it last week. We touched on it, yeah. Urinating you near your stand spooks deer. That's okay. the title of myth one. All right, so that is myth one. Okay, so they try to debunk it. However, I don't advise it. Like I, won't, I don't think that you should do it. All right, deer can smell you even if you have spray. Like you know, you have the scent killer oh, on yeah, you for sure. Now, I've watched enough CSI <laughs> that they're like, oh, we found two droplets of urine. We can, yeah, you, you, you cut her head off, and we know you were there. So. If that's what they're going, if we can find it, there has to be because I, I I don't know about you guys. Well, here here's what it's saying. Have you ever had asparagus before? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you understand what I'm? Yeah, you understand what I'm talking about. After it's delicious. Well, but nature takes its sense. course. Here's here's what it says. Okay, and I'm gonna read this pretty awfully if, if that's even a full word because guys, Kurt can't even read. Yeah, I can't. Um, where's it at right here? Um, the, 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 the smell of itself has absolutely no effect in alarming foreign intrusion. Human urine in its very state is nothing more than a chemical signal that's completely natural in the animal world. They have no sixth sense that flags your leak any more 
disturbing than a raccoon's. Okay. Okay. I can see that point into a, a little bit. I can see it. But what if in the neighborhood there was that crazy raccoon who just got out of jail and he's <laughs> living back with his girlfriend and all the deers are like, Ricky is crazy. Like, Ricky. Ricky the raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. I got it. But got it. Uh, okay, all right. No, that's uh, that's a little bit off topic. But it because we had two counterpoints. Like I, I told you that story. Okay, last I didn't finish week. the rest here. I missed this one part. I'm going to interrupt you. He's literally putting the hand up in my face. Yeah, yes. here it he is. Stop. This is literally Whoa. stop. This is what it says in here. I forgot to finish this. I figured it. Add to it. Dear How did you forget to finish? Because <laughs> I read it briefly. Uh, yeah, I forgot to finish of mice and men. What? Whatever happens to those two crazy guys? <laughs> Deer have no sixth sense that flags your leak any more disturbing than a raccoon's. Well, unless of course it was from Justin Bieber. Taking the, taking. Okay, the you know what? It's they're they're trashing Canadians. Whatever. Yeah, we're not about that. Listen, Justin nope. Bieber would never be caught dead in a tree stand, and I'm not sitting here talking <laughs> ill about a guy. But listen, man, I forgot what I was gonna say because I'm just well, thinking about dopey. <laughs> here, this touches on <laughs> what we talked about. Unless um, it's from Just. So you think deer are gonna be like, oh, there's that guy that uh, you know somehow made millions singing as a kid. Stay away from that guy. Yeah, come With on, him, man. probably, but I don't know. Well, so it's saying it touches here a little bit on um, peeing into scrapes, which we talked a little yeah, bit about. Yeah, he doesn't about talk that. about that. I, for one, think why? Why do that? Why go out of your way to pee in a scrape? If you see a scrape line, why are you going to go pee in it? You think it's going to bring them in? Maybe you guys think that. Because I, you're an American and you have freedoms? I think... Okay, is that not a, is that not a good end up answer? I'm I've done it. Okay. I have done it. You peed in a scrape before? I have. What was your, why? I just want to know. Like, what was your say thought it, process? You're an American. Out? Say it. Say it. I'll tell you mine after you tell me yours. Say it. It was like my first time out hunting, and you heard the myth. <sighs> I heard the myth, and you went for it. I went. for Did it, it pay off for you? Did that four and a half year old come in at ten yards, like you thought on that scrape line? I didn't do it right before I was hunting. You just it did was, it to try. I did it, and had a trail came up on it. Did you get any good pictures, or how'd that work? Steve's sign. And nothing changed. I had good pictures before and after. Kurt, <laughs> ask me if I've ever peed in a scrape. I'm just gonna assume you haven't. Have you ever peed in a scrape? No, that would be correct. But I'm going to. You know why? <laughs> because you hunt on public land. 1776. That's the year that decided that I was gonna pee in. The- <laughs> in that scrape. I should have knew. Oh, I should have known that was coming. Okay. Oh, you should have known. You know what? You know who our saint is in the working class bow hunters world? Betsy Ross. I thought it was Ted Nugent. Saintess, I mean. Oh, gotcha. All right. The lady version. <laughs> Here's my theory. If I'm hunting a track of property and I know there's a mature buck in there and I'm assuming that this scrape line is from this buck or possibly a mature buck or it could be even does i'm not gonna go out of my way to go take a leak in the scrape line because i would rather just leave as little amount of human scent as possible even if the article says they can't tell human urine from raccoon urine i don't care i okay. just i'm going in and i'm gonna go undercover like a, a ninja I don't even want to be seen. You know what I mean? Like a ninja. Like, like a ninja. ninja. Okay, here's what we're going to do. Uh, we want to know what week, everyone thinks on this because... Nope, nope. We're going to figure it out on our own. Next week, we're bringing a bottle of raccoon urine in and a bottle of human urine in. There's gonna, oh, and we're going to smell it in the studio? Because we're not, there's no scrapes to put them on. No, who said anything about smell? I'm wondering where you're going with this. I'm trying to cut you off because there's no scrapes going on right now. No, all right, here's the thing. Okay, if you can't tell. Okay, clearly the people who wrote this have never been drinking all night. Brandon Wickman. Wickman. All right, Wickman. Brandon. How do you um, say that? Go ahead and drink 35 beers the night before and then go out. And uh, as the scientists would say, urinate. <laughs> and tell me if there's any difference. Not only in quantity, but just overall smell. The odor. The odor. The, the aura. It is pungent, if you will. So yeah, is, that, is that, so am I, are we too far off? Is that like, not like a, 
No, I just deer can't can't smell that. I just feel if you pee in a deer, if if someone came to your house tonight before you get home while we're doing the podcast, someone walks in your house and they just pee on your couch cushion. I'd know exactly <laughs> who it was. Yeah, you would know. Hey, someone peed on my couch cushion. Uh, yeah, that's like okay, where a buck beds, go pee in his bed, and yeah. then expect him not to know. When you go, when he goes back to bed, yeah, that's, that, just, that's the way I look at it. And if it's on the rug, that rug really tied the room together. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's some people who are going to get that, and they're going to be like, "Hey, these guys." Okay, myth number two. We're only on myth number two. Spikes will never grow onto a Pope and Young buck. I knew this was uh, was you know everyone said once a spike, always a spike. That was like the old thing I always heard when I first started hunting. That's All right, always been said, and I know that's not true. Now let me ask you this. Do you know who Shaquille O'Neal was? Is? He's the was. <laughs> was? Okay, was no. that past him? No, Shaquille O'Neal. You know who he is, right? Yes. Uh, yeah, he started out as a baby, believe it or not. Oh, he did? Yeah, he was not conceived. Like a real human and baby. then, like, nine months later, he's seven and a half feet tall. <laughs> I don't really even want to touch on this myth that much because it's just kind of... Yeah, a... You can't tell. I feel like the, I, I'm I mean, kind of regret covering this article because I feel like he kind of took the shortcut and took the easiest myths to cover. I think we need to write our own list of myths that we should cover. Maybe we'll do that in a future episode. I mean, we you know, you know, no, he, he, he kind of brings it back. But, I mean, they're kind of a – these are like the old classic type of myths. At least that second one. I mean, one they're was. all busted, so, you know. All right, myth number three, big bucks produce big offspring. I know that's not always true. Um, so I, not true. Let me bring another sports reference back. Cecil Fielder hit a bunch of home runs. His son Prince Fielder has hit a bunch of home runs. Uh, I will go ahead and say that um, if a buck is big, it will also have a big kid. I mean, when was the last time that you saw a guy who was like six? Seven feet tall, and then all of a sudden he has a kid that's four or five. Uh, it's genetics, sure man. It's well, I mean, you got a picture. The doe is going to have some genetic play. And you know what? We're not talking about that right now. I, <laughs> We're talking about the big. The big daddy. The big daddy, yeah. The biggin. All right, Steve. We're going to talk about this other one. I didn't read it. Steve and Eric did. That we did. Uh, Don't feed the... This is the title of the article by Scott Bestel. I think that's his name. Bestel. Bestel. Don't feed the deer how corn can be a killer. Like, See, I don't think that applies for us around here. Because yeah, it really doesn't. Is this New Hampshire? Yeah, the, the, the first new- red flag is New Hampshire. Now, I'm not, <laughs> not going to sit here and trash New Hampshire, but uh, what is New Hampshire known for? I have no idea. Thank you. What is <laughs> Iowa known for? Corn and big bucks. Corn and big bucks. Bingo. So we are. Illinois. Don't That's... forget Illinois. Come on, guys. We're in Sheerard, Illinois. Do we really need to get in the politics of Illinois? They're Best right next to each other. Is deer it's hunting, okay. okay? Yeah. That's, that's all we care about here on the podcast It's the deer hunting in Illinois. Uh, doesn't matter. And Iowa. And, and Iowa. Iowa. But, yeah, no, with it, you drive through Illinois, Iowa, you know, you drive through any Midwestern state. There's going to be two things you're going to see. And if you don't see cornfield... You're seeing soybeans. You're not in the right state. Corn and beans. Well, I thought you were talking about something else. Mm, okay. But, no, and you, you know... Uh, uh, here's the thing. So what's this article saying? Is this... Basically what it says is, uh, you know... From what I gathered from it, the deer will eat... You know, corn. They'll, like they'll happen to come by some corn, and they'll start eating it, and then all of a sudden their stomachs aren't ready for it, and they're like, uh, "I have to die now." Right? Because like okay. around here, they, you know, in the springtime, there is no corn, so they eat all the greens and everything. Okay, so and it's kind of like they eventually get into the corn here. You know, you can't just so you can kind of compare. Like if I went to India and just ate a bunch of Indian food for four days straight, <laughs> that I would just be, I would be sick as a dog. You'd be miserable. I knew you. I know you would. Uh, yeah, you might have to go go to the U.S. Embassy for that. <laughs> so is that no. kind of the ana- the analogy they're gonna I mean, they're comparing? Uh, yeah, that that's, there? that's kind of what they're saying. And, and yeah, you know, different regions. Is... Obviously, being in New Hampshire, I mean, 
I've never been the there, time? so I don't really know. Yeah, but. no, I I don't really know. But but how many people have like held up a deer and they're like killed this monster in New Hampshire? I'm sure there's been a good handful, but not many. Yeah, not but like how many times have you seen killed this monster in Illinois, Iowa, Ohio? Oh man, every you know. in November weekly, I get a text message sent to my phone. Hey, killed in Viola. Hey, killed in Cordova. Hey, killed in Burrow so, County. I mean, you know, because obviously corn, you know, it's just a. And, and if you ever look into corn, it's not a healthy food. It's really not. There's nothing really good for you. It just builds mass. But what I think this article, what I think is underlying in here, and I don't want to get too political, but. Uh, I think this is just another way that they can try and bring down Monsanto. I'm going to say it. Leave it there. That's all I'm going to say. You guys know about Monsanto, right? No idea. No idea. Yeah, that's a whole other can of worms. This is the segment (laughs) where Steve talks about things that no one else knows anything about. Uh, There's there's probably like two people that are like, you know what, man? I kind of agree with Steve. I'm going to follow him on Twitter, see what else. What other what gems he's got to say? You're the favorite on this podcast because you bring us in other topics that no one, everyone's like, I thought this was a bow hunting podcast. Yeah, no, if people thought this it's was bow a, hunting, then Steve. It's, it's bow hunting, then whatever Steve wants to talk about. Steve, Steve just chirps in. Whenever. Steve picked up a bow, and all of a sudden he's hosting a podcast. And yeah. here's the thing. If you're kind of like, this isn't really too strictly around bow hunting, it's because it's the off season. A couple of weeks, so it'll be it all is. turkey. Yeah. I'm excited for the podcast during bow season. I'm really excited during about that. hunting season. During oh yeah, that's gonna be awesome. Absolutely. We're gonna be like, guys, sat in a tree for like six hours today. Saw like three squirrels. Great day. Great so day. cool. Saw a bird. Let's talk about Monsanto again. Here's a recording about <laughs> me sitting in my tree. Yeah. Um, April twelfth in Galesburg, Illinois, is our first three D shoot for us. That's where we're kicking off our our team. Shoot, which it's going to be me and Steve versus Eric and Logan. First shoot, and I'm in the middle again between you two. You are in the middle, and so it's all right. How do you think this scared. first shoot's going to go down? It's in Galesburg. I don't know. We'll just call it Galesburg Archery Club. I don't have their website in front. If you just Google Galesburg or go to I think 3dshoots.com, you can look up uh, 3D shoots in your area by zip code or whatever you want to do. Um, so April 12th, we'll be there. I think it's a 30 target. Ten dollars for admission, um, so we're gonna go head to head. So basically, how we're gonna do it is we're gonna just gonna keep track of the score between me and Steve, Eric and Logan, and we're just gonna see who comes out on top. And we're gonna battle. We talked about this on the most point wins. Yeah, the most points win, and we're going for a toy wrestling belt just as an item to battle over. And then the last. 3D shoot of the year, which I think is like September 20th, right before uh, opening day of bow season, which is October 1st. We are basically just going to keep that that belt. Whoever wins the last one, that's going to be the championship. Is it the last one? Whoever won the most during the season? No, I think we're going to do it as like the championship, like the last one. Like this is the this is the shoot you go for all. So marbles. that very last shoot is. Like the, gets it for the whole year. Like the title shoot. Bingo. Like gotcha. a title fight. You gotcha. get you get the belt for the year. And then it's basically all winter long. You can just crap talk crap to each other. Well Being, we know we know who's gonna have it, so okay. I think me and Steve are gonna surprise you guys. You guys are gonna have to practice and not tell us because we're gonna bring it on strong. Hey Steve, where'd you go? Oh, I thought we were telling people I didn't leave. Yeah, I had to uh go uh handle uh nature's business. So did I hear crap talk? Crap talk. Did you fall in? I didn't want to say okay? that. No, I was word. fine. I was looking out the window at something. Okay. You did. You walked back in when I said crap talk. Yeah, I did. I'm keeping yeah. it clean it, for the people who are listening okay. in a cubicle. Yes, I'm keeping it clean. Amy's listening at work. Do you think you? Thanks, Amy. Did you not pronounce his name correctly? I think I think he was spot on. <sighs> Whose name? Chris. Our only fan, well, our From second Canada. fan. Chris, I said cubicle. His no. name's not Chris. I don't believe. I don't remember. Yeah, Chris, where are you coming from? I forgot already. <laughs> oh, great! Yeah, that's how we treat our fans. We <laughs> just forget <laughs> who you we are. Should have wrote his name on there. Yeah, we should. My brain's racing on the next topic because Steve's leaving and moving around. And I, you know what? I just it happens. It's happened to each one of us within the past two, three weeks. So. Do? 
What are you going with this, Steve? There we go. Guys. What? We can't be treating our fans like this. Like what? Forgetting their names. You did it. Listen, Mitch is a good buddy of mine, and I told him to listen. (laughs) (laughs) We helped him out. He owes us now. That girl next to him. Yeah, exactly. Seriously, man. I I, I really hope. We'll do that. Just pay us an obscene amount of money, and we'll uh, make it sound professional. I don't even did I even say his name? I had to think about it. I was like, wait, did I drop a name and it wasn't? Yeah, you said sure. his name. Yeah, you had to try and read it. I didn't read it. I only haven't popped up. You on my clearly screen. said. I don't know if I'm saying this right. Coming but... down on me too hard right now, guys. Sorry. Yeah, you better start working that computer, monkey boy. Okay, so we're gonna talk about everyone. Every bow hunter has their dream hunts, and they have them kind of lined out in an order. If they had the money, they would go on this hunt. And then number two would be this hunt, this location for this animal, 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 animal. I can't talk today. It's April Fool's Day, so yeah, it is. I'm kidding it with is. you guys. April first. Oh, I'm only kidding, guys. I can actually pronounce animal, <laughs> <laughs> animal. So everyone has their list and an order and location for what animable that they would go for. Um, what amicable. Eric, we're going to start with you. If Why? You, because I chose Eric first before you. <laughs> why? Is that not okay, you, Steve? Huh? Yeah, I'm, Steve, just, I'm asking okay? why. He's like, I sit in the middle. Let me yeah, have first I'm in pick. between my two competitors, and I can't go first. That's right. You better stay there, too. Look at me on my high horse up here. <laughs> yeah, Looking really? down on both of you, actually. <laughs> yeah, that, that chair is almost four and a half feet tall. It's a pub-style chair. So, that's Eric, nice. all right, that's nice. you're, you're, if, you had to, if you had any money... Don't look down on you me. You could go anywhere in the world to hunt one animal. Where would you go? One animal. For your Just number one. one pick. For number your number one. one pick. Number one. First draft pick. Number one would be an elk. An elk where? What state? Mm, probably Colorado. Colorado. So you're going... That's pretty... That's actually pretty I mean, good that's number always, one because that's, that's doable. You know, I haven't been bow hunting that long, but ever since I started hunting... I've always wanted to shoot an elk. What else are you going to do in Colorado? We'll worry about that later. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, that's a good first pick because you can do it. You know what it's I mean? It's possible, with, yes. With a fair budget, you can go and do it. And I got an invite to go to Colorado, actually, this September. I don't know how it's all going to work out, but, you know, it's doable. And I think in certain certain areas, you can go and... Sturton. Stirring. I can't talk. Stirring areas. Hey, he's stirring the podcast right up. <laughs> he's stirring it. <laughs> Thanks, Steve. But you yeah, can anytime, anytime. You Toy. can go. You can go and you can basically get a tag over the counter in, in certain areas. I don't right. really know how it all works out. Some areas you have to, I think, build two preference points. Um, I'm not sure. I've never really looked into it. That's yeah, just, yeah. It's, it's just a dream. It's just yeah. It's one of your dreams, which is cool. That's doable. Number two, what would you pick for your second? Number two would probably be go across the big pond Uh-oh. and Uh-oh. shoot some exotic animal. I don't know which one, but just, any, just anything, 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 just anything over there. Yes, like African. I can't wait African, to see how yes. broad number three is. Uh, just uh, you know, just <laughs> Gi- giant squirrel. You know, a monkey. So number two, you would just do wherever, wherever. I mean. Yeah. If you could afford number one and number two in, in a yeah, year. Yeah, if you can afford either, send me anywhere. Let alone one. All right, all right. That's yeah, fair. Well, I got to like that. What about number three? Oh. Number three. You, Just, would hunt, you would hunt man. A person? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you. You wouldn't get me. I'd smell your urine first. Because <laughs> unlike deer, You'd smell I it. can tell what I'm... This is Air male. Be- this is man urine. I need to get out of here immediately. You would smell blue ribbon. Yeah, just you would smell the urine ribbon. on your rug from Steve. What is this foamy urine doing down here? <gasps> Eric is watching me. I gotta, get- <laughs> I gotta get out of here. He's somewhere. 
So did you uh, tell me deer can't smell? They can smell a person, no matter cologne, scent blocker, any of this stuff. They know and they if you can't drink smell coffee. urine. They know if you drink coffee. Yeah, and you know they can't. I mean? They don't Through know your breath and your urine. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure this raccoon ain't nothing but McDonald's. Yeah, get out of my face. <laughs> Come on, Dan, no, Dan, you know what? No, no, no. I'm gonna harp on this a little bit. Okay, I remember when we were we when me and my buddy were working out one time. And what? this dude, yeah, yeah, we were working, working out. We were both fat working at a record store. <laughs> and there was this guy who, like, worked out at the same time every time. And he would, like, show us what to do. And one time we walked in the bathroom after he got out, and he let this pee in the urinal. And he's like, yeah. Like, I, I, I just knew as soon as you walked out, he's like, they're going to walk in there. And they're just like, like, in his mind, he's like, I want them to smell. That's healthy pee. That is healthy urine. <laughs> you smell that. That can oh, come man. out of you. So, uh, I guess that, you know. Did you smell it? You yeah, of course I did. Man. I walked in there. You, you want to tell me a deer can't tell that it's human urine? How does a deer survive? It avoids humans. If I was peeing everywhere. It would just be like, in, I don't know. Tell it, me the difference between dog and cat pee. Oh, if a terrible. dog pees in a house, terrible. you're like, oh, a dog peed in here. If a cat peed in a house, you're like, Oh, my God, we have to burn this house down. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, here's the thing. Like, maybe we're way off. Maybe scientifically when it gets down. No, we're the... not. I will argue science. <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna You have to... and your mispronunciation of words. I'm going to have to back you up. That's not even a word. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to back you up, though. Because I think if a coyote ran around a deer's bed and just peed, 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 that deer would know a coyote was in the area. Yeah. For, for sure. You know, there's no – you can't argue that, really. You can't. So – I mean, okay. I, I'm okay. backing you right, up. You're, wa- you you're up. walking a dog. What's a dog do at every fire hydrant? Smells. Marks its territory. We it, it know this. It don't matter how long the other dog was there. They always smell it. They always smell it. Exactly. So you want to tell me a deer can't smell a 45-year-old diabetic <laughs> man? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Okay, yeah, you put regular pee in a diabetic. I'm just saying. Steve, hop me right in. We're going back to the, the topic here. Because you're, you're yeah. on a rant. Whoa. You are on I a brought rant. You back. Come, come back down. Come back down. You're number one. Any any amount of money, any location, any animal. I would hunt any whitetail buck soaked in my own urine. No. <laughs> Give me the no, my, my honest number stare. one. I want to hunt a buffalo. Really? With a recurve bow. You know what's funny? Um, the top dudes at the Pope and Young Club, they do that. I think they, I, one of them might use a long bow. They really, I, I would do it. that too. I mean, I just, I, I think it's super, not like super primal, but. It's like a classic. It, it is. A, it, it, yeah. It, I mean, it, it is something that's classic. I mean, I. Well, uh, I, I've always wanted to shoot a buffalo. And, you know, obviously you're going to. Can it you just, imagine the amount of wings you would get off a buffalo? You're getting a little wild now. <laughs> <laughs> but no, for real, though, can you imagine the meat that you would get off like a big bison? Oh, yeah. No, you know it's it's funny if you go out. Uh, we have a bison farm around here. Uh, it's down. It's it's past. If you're passing uh, Interstate eighty, yeah, no, 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 uh, Highway sixty one, and you're heading south, uh, you'll pass it past uh, Bluegrass. It's in between Bluegrass Iowa oh, and Muscatine okay. Iowa, and there's a bison farm, and they're just kind of right off the highway. So I think that if I, I think that if I can't, you know. Ever afford to go on a bison over in like North South Dakota? Yeah, just you know, kind of go to the highway and talk to the farmer and be like, "Hey, can it's I, like, uh, dude, I, like I'm gonna buy it, but let me shoot it first. Man, <laughs> no, it takes away from the you whole. scream ethics. No, that, I'm just yeah, kidding. That, I know you're joking. It, Everyone, it, it, he's I, kidding. I, I am joking. Okay, Good. so bison number one <laughs> that that's super hardcore going bison with a. Sorry about that. With a longbow. I thought you were handing. We've got new equipment, if you can't tell. Yeah, yeah. So, number two. Number two, and you know what? I'm going to 
I'm going to catch some uh, flack for this, but I want to go hog hunting in Air, or Arkansas with an AR-15. Man, why not your bow? Bring your – I'll bring it, too. I'll bring it, too. Okay, so a combination of both. I want to shoot one of each. Okay. From a helicopter. That's that's doable. Yeah, that's – Okay. Ted Nugent, Cause, yeah, because we're, we're we're talking actually, and you know what? They do those down in Texas. Oh yeah, my buddy went on one. Yeah, and and you know that's my overall. Oh, they have the the por- uh, what do they call it? The porcalypse. The uh, a porcalypse. A porcalypse. Yeah. No, Ted they, Nugent and Pigman on yeah. Sportsman or whatever they what channel, whatever channel they did. <laughs> they do that. That that is my ultimate number one. But Sometimes that's the only way to control. But that's not like that. bow hunting, so I can't really they ruin say everything. that. Okay. But that's number that's that's well, just, overall number one as far as bow hunting goes. Yeah, all right. So bison, pigs, number three. Pigs is an easy one. You can do that. Number next. three. We can do that tomorrow. Yeah. Number if three. you wanted to. That's a good point. Uh, number three. You know, I see them from all over the place, but I kind of want to go after some mountain goats. Man. Well, you know what? Oh, you yeah, know what? Billy goat. No, I, I, I like change it. I like change it because number three, I've only thought of like the top two. Actually, I want to shoot a wolf. I'm down for that. For I sure. want to shoot a wolf or a cougar. I, I, I'm willing to substitute either of those two like a with a bow. It doesn't matter. Either yeah, one. I want to shoot a predator with a bow. Yeah. I don't care where it is. Because how manly is that? Like, how many man points do you get when you come home? You know, you come home to your girlfriend, she's like, oh, would you get fired from another job? <laughs> or, uh, <laughs> oh, you know, you uh, oh, I got walked all over again. You know, I shot a wolf. I shot a wolf today. A whole wolf. Not half a wolf. He had four legs or a mountain lion. Like, yeah. I shot What's a up? big cat. What's up? Okay, I got a question for you. You kill a wolf, and this is going to be. A what? A wolf. Spell that. Wolf. Wolf. W-U-L-F. Yep. Wolf. Oh, Making wolf. fun of the way I talk again. All right, so, so continue. Would you eat it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> what are I, you talking I, about? I would too. Wolf steaks, man. Backstraps. <laughs> Dude, how, how manly of a meel is that? <laughs> wolf steaks? Oh, dude, what are you what are you having? Ah, uh, just uh, you know the usual uh, 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 pumpernickel, uh, wolf on rye. You know, like a wolf. How manly is that to eat a wolf? All right, number three. That was number three. That, that was, was number, number three. three. Okay. I was no, I want to talk about this some more. Even a wolf? I would I would actually do it. Steve Brunella and one of his producers ate a, a coyote. They cooked they they burned the hair off of it. And oh, they, you just barbecue it right there? Yeah. They put it over like a, like hog? a fire. Like a hog. Yep. Yeah. I would actually exactly like you know a hog. What? I would you burn try the hair to hair off in your road. Yeah, you yeah exactly. It. He said it was Okay. You, know, you could eat it. Okay. He wasn't like I wouldn't feed it to someone who's never had wild game before, but you know, if it's you edible. killed that wolf <clears throat> and you took some of the fat back off it, now there's a whole lot of fat on a wolf. I doubt it. And then yeah, I don't know. Made wolf bacon. How much more manly do you have to be to start your day to restart <laughs> off? Oh man, yeah, man, you're in a good mood today. Yeah, it's a wolf bacon. It's some eggs. What's up? Yeah, wolf eggs. Wolf bacon. Wolf eggs. Wolf eggs. <laughs> That's oh, just me being eggs enough. and bacon. Mammals lay eggs. Yeah, tell me about the platypus. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so my three, and if you've listened this far through all our oh my god, if you've listened this I don't know far, why. you must but... be in a cubicle working somewhere in Canada. <laughs> Thank you. What do you think this dude does in Canada? Like, I'm I'm curious about his life now. Like, you should have messaged us because now I want to know everything about him. But your top three. Well, here's the thing. If if you've listened this far, which this is our worst podcast, maybe, maybe not. I'll, no, it's I'm not. No, it's not. Why are you saying so Eric's here? Come yeah, on. Yeah, because I'm here. We talked about wolf God. steaks. That's the <laughs> wolf, name of this episode wolf is wolf steaks. <laughs> At least next time say when I'm not here. So if you have your, I want to hear everyone's top three. That way we can talk about that. No, what's your top show. three? My Number one for sure is the uh, Yukon Moose. With the bow, for sure. Oh, the abominable moose. Yeah. Abominable. I just want to go to the Yukon and shoot a huge 50-inch bull with my bow. I don't care if it's anything record-breaking, just a good legal 50-inch bull. At everything legal up in Canada, come on. 
the Yukon. What we did? Oh, put, you said the Yukon. <laughs> we did put a uh, a Yukon moose hunt on our Facebook. Yesterday. I thought you wanted to hunt it in a Yukon. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like in the pickup truck. Yeah, just just driving around oh, in man. a Yukon hunt. <laughs> oh, you're you a moose? I'm at the Moose Club. That's my number one pick, though, because uh, we put a, a video on our Facebook last night of a guy shooting a. I, I think it's in the Yukon. It's a huge bull at like ten yards. Ugh. And it's insane. It's head on too, and it just turns a little bit, and he catches it between the shoulder and like the neck. And you know what buries it into the lungs? It, you know, it's insane. You know what's scary about those those meese? Meeses, meeses, Uh You know, Mises? I remember like talking to Amy. She's never actually seen one in the wild, but you know, if you've ever stood next to like a moose that's been like taxiderming, not by the greatest of all time not the man of the man the man but like if you stood next to him i mean they stand almost eight feet tall they're huge man uh they had one at the ata show was like a new record it was a full mount it was insane they're like they're they're monsters i mean obviously hit it with your new subaru and you'll have a new appreciation for how big (laughs) mice are but (laughs) mises mises is but but somebody told me when they, uh, it, it, it was about a year ago, and this guy was saying, you know, they do fishing trips. It was uh, our local archery, or, or it was our local uh, hunting expo. And oh, this guy. Yeah, the Quad City Outdoor yeah. Show. So so this guy was like, you know, they, they, they take trips up to, you know, take fishing trips up there, up to Canada. And I was like, hey, you guys ever, you know, because I was curious, because I, I, I do want to shoot a moose, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll... I'll all joking aside, yeah, we all want to shoot a moose. So and I asked it's the him, biggest one of the biggest animal. I think it is the biggest animal in North America. Oh yeah. So, you know, I asked him. I was like, so what's you know what's up with that? Yeah, just kind of getting information. And uh, he basically said, "Look, this is how much it is. Here's what I'll tell you: if you're hunting a moose." And, you know, you start making the sounds. Uh, they're looking for two things. They're either looking for a fight or for a mate. Mm-hmm. And I go, well, how do you tell which is which? He goes, yeah, you know, we still haven't really figured that one out yet. <laughs> <laughs> so well, so mean, you're they're 10 coming yards. either way. So you're 10 yards away from. Death, basically. How, how big, well, yeah, death by either trampling or death by. Uh, let's pause for editing. Well, the thing is, like, <laughs> and uh, if that moose one, if that moose charges you and gets a hold of you and puts you down, you're just gonna, your bones are gonna just crush. There's no hold. Oh, you're up done to for. A, well, yeah, I don't know what they weigh. Twelve to. I mean, I'm sure twelve hundred pounds, roughly. I at, at least. I mean, dude, Bullwinkle is not happy. He's a monster. <laughs> He's a Boone and Crockett. How do you? How would you measure that? What, Bullwinkle or Moose in general? No, Rocky. <laughs> I want you to measure his goggles. <laughs> can you can you handle that? Anyway, I don't think I've gotten my number two. You guys are... I don't really have a number two. You don't have a number two? Come on, you have so to have a number It's just Moose. That's all there is. Um, Come on, man. Number two, Moose? I gotta say, if I could afford anything to go anywhere, it would be Red Stag in New Zealand. All it would. Um, yeah. Drink some whiskey, too, while you're there. <laughs> yeah. One, one thing is, I would like to go to New Zealand just to see New Zealand. Um, but I don't know. When you watch New Zealand hunts for Red Stag, it just looks fake. It just looks like something you would dream about, and that's something I would probably want to go for. So I'd go Moose, Red Stag, New Zealand. That's probably a pretty easy pick. Both expensive hunts. You know what? I, I probably can't afford. You what? know what? I'd hunt New Zealand. Hobbits. I knew that was coming. <laughs> <laughs> I should have. I should have seen that one come. Number three. I'd have to do some sort of ram. Um, I don't know which one. Fifteen hundred, twenty five hundred, thirty five hundred. Which one are you thinking? Not the pickup truck. The animal. The the Ram Express van. Yeah. <laughs> you would you would hunt a Ram. Down in St. Louis or something? No, you're still missing one St. of St. Louis Rams. Where would you hunt a ram at? Uh, I don't know. Um, 
I don't know if I'd want to go for like a desert bighorn. I believe in like Mexico or something would be really cool. I don't know. They're all cool. Any any of the big rams. Um, if you ever watch, oh man, I'm drawing a blank already. I'm looking for the DVD. <laughs> Tom Miranda's DVD where he gets a grand slam for. Oh shoot. yeah, yeah. He has a whole series about yeah. that. Yeah. Right? Oh, it's an awesome DVD. Highly recommended. Um, any of those rams would be definitely. I'd be all all game for. I'll never be able to afford it or draw a tag for probably any of them. But so you're going to pass on the the first ram that you see that has rust above his hind leg, yeah, <laughs> right on the fender. Anybody who knows anything about, yeah, every single ram truck back in the day, <laughs> before they were like you know before they updated things, always had that big ram statue on the front of it. No, yeah, that was cool. But yeah. on like the 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 back fender. There was always rust above it, and you know what? They've cleared that up, and they are doing some fantastic things. It's kind of great when you become an LLC, which we should become. <laughs> Can yeah. we go back to my number three since you guys skipped it? Yeah, what was your – you decided a number three? Wait, yeah. no, you didn't yeah. have a number three. You you guys just skipped me. We kind of bailed on him before he could yeah, figure we don't, one out. We don't, we yeah, don't you want get, your number three. All right, I'm not going to tell you then. Eric, no, what, what is your number three? Eric, I really, really want to know. Come on. It's a secret. Tweet us. Tweet you? Yeah. Oh, okay. What's right, the number yeah, we three? We do want to know what your top three is if you feel like tweeting us. If not, that's fine. We'll just guess. And if you've already had your top three hunts. I want to see pictures. Yeah, we all. want to see pictures, and then we want you to send us money so we can accomplish our goals, too. All right. My number three is all right. a giant 180 class or higher buck on my property that I followed all year long. In, and I, in Iowa. Right, in Iowa. I got trail cams of them all, all year long. And you just want to chase that. That's just like him. that's like a dream. That's yes, more of and like, harvest that buck at the right time. You Yeah, okay. That's awesome. That's a, you know, I actually would want to replace my ram with that then. But, I mean, I would do either. Definitely. I mean, I, I, I think that's everyone would. in the Midwest. That's, a, uh, that's my dream, you know. Yeah. I can d- definitely for and, sure just see a buck. You know what's from all year long. It's actually cool you brought that up as one of your top three because when you grow up in the Midwest and hunt in the Midwest, you always think somewhere else. Yeah, you, know you don't mean? realize right. that you don't really think you know, like I have it here in my backyard. It could happen yeah. with the right age and genetics on an animal. Like it could a lot happen. of people here, what, want what we have here. What's an idea? Yeah. What do you think's better? Waking up on Christmas and getting that Xbox One that you've wanted so. Or that thing that you've wanted so much. Like, you wake up on Christmas and, like, your girlfriend, mom, sister, whoever. Somebody gets you that gift that you've wanted. Mm-hmm. Or checking your trail cams, eh, getting close to opening day, and you just see Mr. Jolly Green, I'm Giant. Just strutting stuff. Just huge. Just yeah. hanging out. Just looking. Posing for the pictures, you know, showing his triceps. I'm going to go Mr. <laughs> Jolly Green. I'm giant. Yeah, I'm that's giant. a little bit um, better. I had that. So, Kurt, no more. So, so somebody hands you a paper that says no more mortgage payments. Congratulations, your house is paid for. But <laughs> that's a then, different story. But then, that's a different story. But then, yeah, you know, three different. months earlier. I can still go on track. Three months earlier, you saw... What could be described as the most magnificent deer ever I've ever seen. Um, I'll definitely take paying off my mortgage because <laughs> <laughs> then you don't have to worry about it. Again. Here's the thing: all right, that all right. deer ain't going anywhere. Here, here's my thing: I'm content with shooting a hundred and forty class ten pointer every year if I could. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm happy with that. That's to me. If it's a mature animal and all he does is one forty, that's fine. That's like me this year. Shot my first. Real buck with, with your bow, with my bow, and hey, it's and an. I'm and pumped. We, I loved it. Oh, I yeah. got it mounted. It's, it's an awesome. We put pictures world. of that on uh, Instagram and, yeah, and on Facebook and Twitter. Does Which, does Pope and Young do like, like if you shoot like a buck that you can get in their class, do they give you a class ring? That'd be cool if they did. You know how cool <laughs> that would be? Like, come on, like if you saw <laughs> some guy like cool. hand you money for like a steak dinner, and he's got that, you know. <laughs> he's got that ring on you, and you're like, oh, man, you start having a conversation with him because he ate a wolf steak dinner. We're making that a <laughs> are thing. We going, are we going back to this? Yeah, like we're making team? that thing. 
Man, how cool would that be? Like, you know, if, if, if Pope and Young did something like that, to where he had a class ring because you shot a deer that big. That would be cool, actually, if they could do that. I'm hearing some vibration from that's my new okay. equipment. You know what it okay? is? Are you okay? It's You're this. over there. Nope, that's not it. it. Wait. Oh, no, you were hearing hey. that truck that's out there. Is that what it was? Yeah, it was a semi. Why are they in this neighborhood? I have no idea. Why weren't she hard? Dude, they probably heard the <laughs> they probably heard the podcast. Down these roads? We've got fans. We have to. It, it, it's so weird coming down to here because there's like paparazzi everywhere taking pictures of you. It's just, just trying to get us while we're walking into my house. Like, oh, they're yeah. gonna do a podcast. It's a town of 650 people. TMZ so. was outside. I'm like, guys, you get famous real fast. Oh yeah. I'm like, you got to back off, all right? This is ridiculous. Yeah, me and Kurt are doing a hundred around a corner. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that so, wasn't the... That happened twice tonight, actually. Yeah, Kurt's like, dude, hop into my new car. The funniest thing was, he's like, oh, I'm going to lock the door because Steve's going to get here and think we're not here because <laughs> both of our vehicles were here. And that's what happened. <laughs> yeah, I did. I almost Snapchatted you that I was... Uh, Standing at his door and couldn't get in. Yeah. No, and uh, 100 miles an hour, a corner we came, but... <sighs> we're here. We are here. <laughs> we made it. We we have actually made it. This is the fifth episode in. Again, three-fourths of the working-class bow hunters. In case you didn't know, if you want to get a hold of us, we are at Twitter at WCB Bow Hunter. What? WC Bow Hunter. Mm-hmm. You don't even know. At WC Bow Hunter. No, I had it in my mind. You had it. You, you had can it. find us on Instagram, working-class bow hunters, Facebook. And now we are YouTube on also. not only YouTube, Stitcher. And iTunes. Lisbon and iTunes. Yeah, Lisbon. I think that's how you say it. I don't know. We're on it, though. We pay for it. We're we're there. So, you know, find us at any one of those. uh, We're working on a website to to bring you guys. Um, We always appreciate feedback. Uh, Obviously, the couple people who have gotten to us, we've talked about you. yeah you know uh, disrespected you no you yeah no come on man <laughs> no we, we are really thankful for wrong. for everyone that uh gives any feedback or any we don't disrespect anyone attention. we just like to have fun man oh i know i was just kidding but uh <laughs> in a few weeks we are gonna have mark rife um that's gonna be that whole podcast will be focused around the taxidermy game yeah um, and we've got some guests lined up too i mean um, you know obviously we you, you know what you're hearing from us is we're we're still working on a couple things, but you know we, we we're, we're really excited about some of the other things we're going to be able to bring you. Yeah, I definitely in the next I don't know handful of episodes. Jordan from uh, Whisperwood Outdoors will be on the podcast. I'm hoping. Um, yet he still does not know that we're going to have him on a podcast within a handful of episodes. But I'm, he's, so if he's listening, he might now. You better make time. <laughs> You're going to be Keep on. Keep your schedule open. <laughs> no, he'll be on. He's a good friend. So. Um, he's like he's he is literally probably my favorite dude that I have ever met in the hunting you know the hunting the hun- game hunting industry. Game. That dude, he knows the stuff, man. Uh, you know, and, he puts and, out a good product. Oh, and he'll sit there and, and you bring up anything, and that guy is so excited to talk about it. I mean, you know, you could sit there and talk about him wolf steaks, and he's already like, you know what, you may put pepper on him. Have you had wolf steaks? No, but I'm. <laughs> he's already he's probably, had he's probably already had wolf steaks. I don't know. No, we see he, he's such a good dude, uh, you know, and, and and we're so excited to get him on. And then Mark Rife, who's given us so much money, more money. Well, here's the, the thing: better. I have um, Doug, my buddy Doug. He makes turkey calls, Spoon River turkey calls. I want to have him on, and he's, he'll talk a little bit about his turkey calls and stuff like that. Um, Since it is turkey season coming up, yeah, just coming up in a few weeks. And that guy, I think we talked about him one of the, I don't know, a couple episodes ago, is a turkey nerd, man. You want to know anything about turkeys? Talk to this guy. And you start talking to him about turkey hunting, it's, you know, three hours later, <laughs> you're still talking about turkey. You're still going, oh, sitting man. there talking about it's, turkeys. It's awesome. He knows the stuff. Hey, he, you uh, know what? We might kick out a sixth episode. We might get that far. This weekend. Oh, well, your dad's gonna be in town. Yeah, we could. Oh. I you now, need to get Papa Bear. On, now, did I hear he's looking for redemption for that comment I made about him last week? I don't even know if you heard it. Honestly, it good. Good. He's probably we... senile by this point. <laughs> oh, it could be. It's been a week. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you never know. 
So yeah, yeah, we could we could do a podcast with my dad here this week. That'd be kind of fun. We can do that. Why we're not? Gonna have, we're gonna have well. a little working class bowhunter meeting. We've talked about him enough. Might as well throw him on here. Yeah, yeah. he's gonna here and punch Steve out, and then you won't hear Steve for the rest of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, <Steve>. ever. <laughs> uh, so yeah, no. Again, we're just we're we're super excited to start being able to bring you, uh, you know, uh, some of the. Obviously, we're, we're excited to get some of these people on here, and you know, we we hope you are too. Uh, you know, as as goofy as we get from time to time, we are serious guys. You know, we always want to reiterate. I mean, we don't want to keep it too serious. I, no, we don't want like, to keep it too serious. But but again, you know, we, we like do to wanna, have, we like to have fun. Yeah, we do want to stress the fact that you know, if you have any poachers or you see poaching happening, you know, contact your local DNR agent if you're a poacher. Don't get caught. Just saying. <laughs> no, get caught. But yeah, you know, obviously keep it ethical. I mean, we just we like to have a lot of fun here, but we are law abiding citizens of the United States. Yeah, that's right. No, yeah, we, we are. You really know who we're talking. You know who we're talking to. Some of us are. Some, most of us are. We are big supporters of. Excuse me, of the Pope and Young Club. Um, I am a member. Steve and Eric will be members because I'm going to give them their slips. Okay, to join. Are, are you a member of the NRA yet? What's that? I do you remember the NRA? Uh, no, I'm not. I'm a bow hunter. Well, how are you? How are you going to? Now, let me ask you this. Call me. Up, how man. do you plan to wake up every morning during hunting season if you can't protect the ones you love? And protect those rights to protect the ones you love. You know what? I'll go and I'll join. All you right, there we go. <laughs> Thirty-five bucks. As long as he joins the Pope okay. If you join the Pope and Young Club, I'll join the NRA. All right, that that works out for me. Shake okay. hands. I want to see it. No, 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 no. No one can see it. They'll just have to hear. You it. hear it? Are you a member of the NRA or Pope and Young? NRA, yes. Pope and Young, no. But he's gonna be okay. I'm gonna make be. him join. All so right, if but, you are not a member of the Pope and Young Club or the Boone and Crockett Club, either or join one or the other or both and just support the whole hunting industry game. And they basically just help us continue to do what we love to do. Um, they do a lot. It's it's all about support and ethics, really, is what it, it boils down it to. It is. I mean, you know. It, and the record book is a cool thing. If you shoot a deer and you want to get it measured. Call a measure and you know get it put in the book and you're in that record book forever. You're we actually, part of know, we actually know a measurer. Do we? Do we know a measurer? Yeah. Who's that? You. Oh, I forgot. I am a measurer. He's in this room. Young Club. Oh yeah, yeah. You can. Oh, yeah. You could actually measure. Did you forget to mention that? I have actually. I think I he's mentioned. mentioned uh, he's mentioned Did it he zero mention times it? in five weeks. <laughs> I haven't mentioned it. I am a measure for the Pope and Young Club. Um, if you want a deer measured, call me. I will measure it. How and... How have you not mentioned that? I honestly don't know. Steve gets talking about Kelly Clarkson, however yeah. he talks about for American Idol. And human pee. Oh, wolf steaks? <laughs> yeah, wolf steaks. Wolf steaks. So, yeah. Um, Eric, I just drank the last of your beer. Hey, Check. that's all right. That's why I brought it. Hey, guys, our ethics, and Steve cuts me off with, hey, I just drank your last beer. <laughs> yeah, as, okay. as, as Steve okay. Austin would say, hey, a little swig of beer for the working man. There we go. Because this is, this is what this podcast has been about. I'll cheers you to that. All right. We are we are all working class people. If you're not a working class guy, we're not gonna we're not gonna judge you for that. Please hire us. But you know, (laughs) we need help. It just boils down to we're real guys. We have real jobs. We come. We do this podcast for fun. We have a good time, and that's what we do. Everyone, every hunter I know goes to hunting camp. We talk about the hunt. After a nice cold brew, and that's a good time. You know, that'll live your life. You know, bingo. So. Essentially, this is your <clears throat> weekly. <coughs> Are you okay? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, I, di- I didn't want to have to swallow that fly, but um, yeah, there's bugs here. Apparently, three days it's been nice, and there's already a wasp outside of Kurt's house. Yeah, there's flies everywhere. But uh, you know, they, somebody, yeah, a, a lot of people have started saying that. Oh man, it feels just like uh, hunting camp. And hey, if we can bring that magic tea in the off season. And that's what we're trying to accomplish. Exactly. That's what we're tra- well, no, we're trying to accomplish to where we can make enough money to where we don't have to work. We just do this all day and just <laughs> yeah, where we just do this each yeah. and every day Sit in and a you know tiny people, room and talk to each other. Yeah, people give us money. They're like, hey, can you can I sell my uh, soda machine on you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Give us money and we'll talk about it for about an hour and a half. Can we put a barley pop in a soda machine? We'll test it. 
guys, we got to go. <laughs> we we got stuff to try. So if you have listened already, if you made it through this whole podcast, thank you so much thank for, you, for thank all you. your support. Um, we will be back hopefully next week, maybe sooner. Whip. Yeah, maybe. Sooner. We'll see. Uh, maybe yeah. sooner. It depends on what you're We're kind of going by the fly. If we're going to do it weekly, bi-weekly, it just really depends on how everyone's schedule works out because we do work. Um, we are the working class. Um but really, that's all. Thanks for your guys' support. Thanks you. Thank thanks you for everything. Here I am messing up everything with my talking again. Steve, you want to make fun of me real quick before we get, sign off? He, yeah, he guys, um, he's been waiting for it. Anyway. Yeah, guys, um, don't forget if you want to get your uh, deer measured by an official measure, talk to the guy who can't talk, who's tried to do it his whole life. <laughs> I'm sure he will measure accurately. You don't have to know how to talk to measure a whitetail. Yeah. That's the thing. You can measure oh, so you so talk. you're saying anybody could do it. Just any old person can do it. So that's why you should pick Kurt <laughs> over anybody else. <laughs> because wrong. while just anybody could do it, he's the guy who'll do it. Exactly. All right, you this... just buried yourself. I'm just you're not even worth arguing with sometimes. Well, how much? How much do you think I am worth? Five dollars. That's sure. it. Right. I don't think you get two Big Macs for that. Five fifty, Eric. Anything right, you want to yeah. add? Yeah, Eric. You got anything? I just want to say thanks for everyone for listening, and you know, That's watch my race on Sunday. Yeah. Give us more feedback. <laughs> we love it. Dale Earnhardt yeah. Jr. in this piece. All right, guys. I guess that's gonna be it. Sorry for the rough ending. Thank you so much. Go shoot your bow. Have a good time. We'll see you guys next time. Thanks. Thank you. Later. Pursuing wild game in wild places. Tune in to Hunt Stand Presents Saturdays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.